That was good. It's been a good day, hasn't it? Amen. We're going to talk this morning for a minute about the believer's authority. And I want you to listen to these verses that I want to share at the beginning of the message today. Just listen to what Jesus is saying. He said, now you, now maybe we should stop right there and say, he's talking to 70 disciples. He sent them out and they came back and this is the conversation that happened after they came back, what Jesus said to them. But he's not just talking to them. Who else is he talking to? You and me were included in that number. So he says, now you understand that I have imparted to you all my authority. Listen to that. I have imparted to you all my authority. Somebody say amen. Amen. I have imparted to you all my authority to trample over Satan's kingdom. Wow. That's powerful. You will trample upon every demon before you and overcome every power Satan possesses. That's pretty good. And absolutely nothing will be able to harm you as you walk in this authority. Wow. I like that verse. Amen. Then verse 20 says, But your real source of joy isn't merely that these spirits are submitted to your authority, but that your names are written in the journals of heaven, that you belong to God's kingdom. This is your true source of authority. And then verse 21. Then Jesus, he was really excited by this time. He's sharing these two verses that we just read, and he got really excited. It says, he was overflowing with the Holy Spirit's anointing of joy. You like that? Can you imagine Jesus overflowing with joy? In Hebrews it says he was anointed with joy above all of us. He was the most joyful guy around. Amen. He was happy. Anyway, he exclaimed, Father, thank you, for you are the supreme Lord over heaven and earth. You have hidden this great revelation of you have hidden the great revelation of the authority from those who are proud, those who are wise in their own eyes, and you have shared it with the hum with those who humble themselves. Yes, Father, this is what pleases your heart, and the very way you've chosen to extend your kingdom, to give the kingdom to those who become like trusting children. Jesus has given us authority. He's given you authority over the enemy. He's given you, me and you, authority over the enemy. We could stop there. That's enough. If you just, just believe that. Just believe what Jesus says. I've given you authority over all the power of the enemy, he said. Everything that the enemy's doing, anything that the enemy's doing, all the things the enemies are doing, I've given you authority over it. How much authority did Jesus have? All authority, right? In Matthew 28, 18, it says, All authority has been given to me in heaven and in earth. Both, everywhere. All authority, everywhere. It seems to me, if Jesus has all authority, Satan doesn't have any. He doesn't have any. Jesus has it all. And he gave it to you and to me. Hmm. It's pretty good. <laughs> I think we could stop right there. 
And we, we would know what Jesus has done for us. We're in a war. We're in a spiritual battle. And we are more than conquerors. We have already won that war. Jesus has made us victorious. Hmm. God is consistently trying to get us to believe that. Drawing us toward himself to live consistently in that authority. The enemy is trying his darndest to keep us from knowing that. He would like to, his goal is to take our hearts away from God. And he's doing it with every means he can at every opportunity. Sometimes we forget maybe the intensity of the battle that's being waged around us. Hmm. We forget the spiritual spiritual significance of the words we speak, of the things we do, of our choices. And sometimes we forget how much they determine what happens to us, whether they determine whether we're yielded to God or whether we're yielded to Satan, whether we're under the power of his blessing or under the power of sin. What you say and do matters. If you believe God's word, if you believe God's word and learn to recognize what's happening in the spirit around us, you can begin to take the proper action and it will bring victory in your life. Amen? Amen. But sometimes we get fall in the trap and just think the things that happen to us are just, they're just the natural things. It just happens to everybody. And it does happen to everybody probably, but the real issue behind it is who's causing what's happening. And the devil is busy influencing people all around us and us too, if he can. And we miss the fact that the enemy is doing that. We fail to recognize his spiritual influence in our lives. But, but in James chapter 4, verse 7, it says, this is in the Passion Translation, it says, So then surrender to God, stand up to the devil, and resist him, and he will turn away and run from you. I like that. He'll flee. You can resist the devil, and he will flee from you. As you begin to understand and exercise the authority as a believer, the enemy is defeated. The enemy is defeated. Hmm. I, I don't know. Um, so powerful. His authority in this is so powerful. In Luke t- chapter 10, verse 19, it says, Behold, I give you authority. That Greek word is, is exousia, or something like that effect. I'm not a Greek scholar, but I looked it up. (laughs) And it means, it refers to the power of authority, the power to rule or government, the power to have liberty to do as one chooses, authority. It's the, the right to use the power that God has. Amen. It's kind of like, um, you know, when a policeman stands on the corner of busy streets and he's standing there and the cars are zooming by and he wants to stop them, what does he do? Does he run out there and grab hold of the car and pull it over? No, he just puts his hand up and they stop. Why do they stop when he puts his hand up? If I go out there and do that, they'd run over me. But when a policeman does it, they stop. Why? 
because they recognize the authority that he has behind him. The government, the city, the state has, a, has, has laws that say when a policeman raises their hand, that's a signal for you to stop. And once in a while somebody doesn't, but everybody basically stops when they do that. So when, when we stand in authority, we stand in authority with the, the power and the um, presence of God behind us. It's not, it's not standing in my authority, it's standing in His authority in me. And when I do that, the authority, the value of authority is, it depends on the force behind the user. If I stand out in the traffic, I don't have any force behind me. Nobody's passed a law that says when Mike holds up his hand, stop. But the, but the law was passed when a policeman holds up his hand, you stop. There's authority behind the policeman. Well, there's authority behind you as a believer. There's authority behind you as a believer. Jesus said, I give you authority. It's his authority, and he's letting you work in it. He's co-laboring with you. And when you're fully conscious of the power behind you and of the authority that you have because of that, then you can face the enemy without fear or hesitation, knowing if you stand up to the devil, what will happen? He will flee from you. That's what the scripture says, right? In Ephesians 6.12 it says, We're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies but against evil rulers and authorities of the sun-seed world, against mighty powers in the dark world, against evil spirits in heavenly places. Hmm. But when the authority possessed by the believer, because of the power behind him, is infinitely greater than the power in, in whose power is stronger, God or Satan? Right? God. It's not a trick question. <laughs> He's stronger, isn't he? Infinitely stronger. And so when Satan sees that power, there's no question what he'll do. He'll flee from you. He'll flee from you. I just, I just that's basically what I want to share. His power in us gives us authority to stand against everything he's doing. Because, because of that power in us, we have <clears throat> we have a, a sense of authority and a sense of purpose and a sense of. I mean, what does it mean that you and Jesus are co-laborers together? That you possess the same authority that He does? I mean, is that really true? Think about it. Answer that question. Is it really true? It's amazing that God has chosen us and extended his kingdom through us. He's caused us to be joint heirs with Jesus. And it, doesn't, it means that we don't ever have to give in to the devil again. It means that anxiety and depression and fear and turmoil and all the other types of torment the devil can bring don't have any legal right to control you. Amen? There's no legal right for the enemy to put on you 
anything. He has no authority. He just, he just wants you to agree with him. And when you do, then he has victory. But Jesus has anointed us as spiritual warriors in the earth today. He took the keys from Satan and he gave them to the church. Hmm. And so what's the problem? So often it's ignorance. When we don't understand or don't know what we hold and what the devil doesn't hold. Right? It's impossible to exercise authority if you don't know you have it. You are more powerful than you know. I, I was reading a book and um, by Kynan Bridges and he shared this vision that he had. He said, one day I was meditating in God's word and praying. I experienced an open vision in which I saw a large angelic being. He stood between, he stood about 15 feet tall and he was dressed in gold chain mail. He had a solid gold breastplate covering his chest. This angelic being also wore a huge golden crown upon his head and he had a golden sword attached to his waist. He was so massive that his very presence was intimidating. His chest spanned about six feet and each of his legs was like a tree trunk. I remember saying, Lord, this must be a powerful archangel. And the Lord responded and said, Son, it's not an angel at all. It's you in the spiritual realm. It's you in the spiritual realm. That revelation, he said, was absolutely amazing. I realized that as children of God, we are spiritual giants from God's vantage point. We're spiritual giants. That picture is so powerful. That's how God sees you. And so one of the enemy flees. If I came face to face with a 15 foot guy, I'd run too. We're not a bunch of weak paupers. We're not a bunch of, of I don't know, I'm trying to think of a good word. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're kings and priests in this, in, and we are endowed with the very authority of Jesus himself. Amen? But the problem is that most of us don't, don't most of us don't realize the magnitude of the authority that we possess. In that vision, he revealed that <clears throat> in that vision God was revealing to us our true identity. He wants us to know that we are well equipped, that we are able to withstand the enemy and anything that he might attempt to bring at us. We can stand. It's simply simply put you're more powerful than you know. Or more powerful than you know. That power is not self-generated. Rather, it's, it, it emanates from your relationship with him. It emanates from the one who rules in you. In 1 John 4, 4, it says, Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Wow. That's a powerful verse. Powerful verse. God has given us his authority. And it's so awesome. So powerful. He's given us his word to teach us about that authority. To teach us about what God has given us. To, to, to learn who we are and what we have the right to enjoy underneath the new covenant. Which was signed and ratified by the blood of Jesus. 
He's given us his word as the righteous standard by which we are governed. Blessed, we're protected by that. His word is powerful, it's true. It says in his word that you're blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. All of them. All of them. We need to remind ourselves often that we are seated in heavenly places in Christ. That we are seated high above all powers of the air. And in, and all of them can be in subjection to us. Us as we learn in our faith to use the name and the authority of Jesus. You'll find the spiritual forces yielding to what you say in ways that will surprise you. You need to abide closely with him in your prayers. And when you do that, you'll increasingly find that, well, <clears throat> it won't be, what I want to say, we won't be praying so much as we'll be declaring and demanding, commanding. Questions often asked, you know, we look at the world and we might say, well, why God, why are you permitting that? But God has planned all through the ages and through the outworking of the redemption of Jesus, that the, that the authority in creation would be given back to us, returned to us. Wow. And so when we ask God for things, sometimes you might hear him say this, my children, rebuke, rebuke the enemy yourself. The authority over him is yours. It's yours. It's a responsibility I've committed to you. I desire you to learn these things, to prevail in them. I have purposed a high and holy ministry for you in the days ahead. And you need to be strong and take courage. Stand against the enemy and you'll overcome. And nothing will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. Our church is in a way is awakening to a high calling of God in Christ. We need to assume the responsibilities that that involves. This is not time for the church to hold back. It's time to advance and take the take the battle to the to the enemy and overcome him. Faith is needed. Courage is needed. Determination is needed. But we have them. We have them. And more. We have Calvary and all that it means for us. Hmm. We're victors. We are victors. We are victors. Let's pray. Lord, your word says so clearly that you've given us authority. We receive your authority. We take our seat in the heavenly places in Christ over all the power of the enemy. Teach us, Lord. Teach us how to walk in that authority. How to exercise the authority you've entrusted to us. Train us day by day, Lord, that we might 
that we might rise up to the full stature of the perfect man in Christ so that your purposes might be fulfilled through all the ages. We give you praise and glory. Hmm. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Let's stand together. From this day forward, I make a conscious decision to embrace and walk in lasting victory and freedom. Amen. I will not retreat or surrender to the devil. I declare every every area of ignorance is enlightened by the word of God. I will never walk in darkness again in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hand in your heart this morning. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious unto you. Lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Go in his strength and walk in his authority today.